Blog Talk Radio. Forget about tomorrow. Time for us to start winning is now. 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 Hey, they don't like us, we don't like them. Nothing wrong with that, right? At the end of the day, it's the same three things you've had to do in 35 that you got to do now in 2018. I do not see no holes on this squad. you got to run the ball. Barkley off the left side. Here he goes. Look at the speed. Oh, my goodness. Break the tackle. Going to take it to the house. 92 yards. Toying with the defender. Saquon Barkley. You gotta stop the run. You run. Tyreek Hill lines up in the backfield. The ball pops free, and it's recovered by Harrison. A snack for David Harrison early. Early. And you gotta pressure the passer. Went hangs in, holds it down, down he goes. And an early sack by Olivier Vernon. 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 Two kinds of players in this league, folks. There are guys that play professional football, and there are professional football players. And the professional football players are the guys we want. I don't want guys that want to win. I want guys that hate to lose. Odell Beckham Jr. down the sideline for the touchdown. 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 Giants fans, you are now listening to the hottest show on the planet, the Shakedown. Here to give you everything you need to know on your New York football giants are... Black Friday. Black Friday. Welcome to the New York Football Giants. Say Quan Barkley, aka the Golden Child. <laughs> the do you know who Alec Ogletree is? Like I'm asking you for real. Really? Not his name, but do you know who he is? J Rock. J Rock. J Rock. You saying we going 16 or huh? 16 or no, bro? How dare you say anything worse? <laughs> How dare you? Out your mind. You. You know who just drives the Messiah? Obi and the one and only Shakes Montana. Now, if that man was a prospect like a Peyton Manning or a Joe Montana, like I've been saying the whole fucking time, you don't pass up on this talent. You don't do it. You don't do it. Now, here is your host, Shakes Montana. I guess two main injured guys, Andrew and Saquon, look coming out of yesterday. How are they feeling based on testing their stuff? Yeah, they were with the trainers really the majority yesterday. We had to kind of walk through in the beginning as far as going through some different adjustments doing as a team. Both guys were active in that. In terms of moving around the trainers, uh, from all of our understanding, it was a positive day. You know, it should lead them to, you know, their opportunity to keep on progressing with the team. You know, the good thing is we have a little bit of flex time. It's a Monday night game coming out of the bye. They're going to have the remainder of this week to work with us early next week. And the way the schedule will flow, we'll have time to kind of build these guys up and then rest them. So we're optimistic about it. We'll see how it comes out of the bye. And what happened with uh, Sam Beal? We saw him out here. It looked like he left, and obviously he got cut like later in the day. He got cut then. And what, what happened with him? Uh, we released him, you know, prior to the waiver wire being released. So that wasn't he didn't get cut off the field. No, there was no moves personnel-wise made on the field yesterday. No, that nothing like that. What uh, what is Saquon's injury? Is it an ankle sprain? 
I'm not going to go into the exact specifics of it. I mean, obviously this guy's dealing with, you know, he's come off a significant injury last year. He had the ankle, you know, coming out of Dallas where he stepped on the guy's foot and rolled it. And, uh, you know, we just got to make sure that he's ready to go full speed and stay on the field when he gets it. Did he have any kind of setback during the rehab process over the last month? No, I wouldn't say there's been anything setback from anything that's, you know, directly happened. You know, sometimes these things I say all the time, you know, everybody's body is different, every injury is different. So that's why I'm spoiled all the time to say it's, it's this kind of an injury because someone may want to diagnose and say, oh, that's a two- or three-week injury, that's a four- to six-week injury. Everybody's different, and every injury is different. So we got to give everyone, you know, the timetable on their own body to come back to go play effectively. And any update on Booker's hip? We didn't see him out here. Yes. He saw the doctors yesterday. He'll be out here today to do the first part of practice with us. You know, we'll kind of take the rest of this week, you know, as far as him rehabbing with the trainers, getting some treatment. We'll see where it looks next week going into it. So when you want um, decide to put guys on IR or not. You know, obviously it's a three-week window. Um, you know, a guy like Saquon, so he, he, you know, you didn't put him on, and he, um, you know, yeah. he, he went longer than you guys anticipated. So do you go look back on all these things and then say, okay, let's see, what did we figure? You know, where do we either go wrong or did something change? You know what I'm saying? I mean, do you kind of self-analyze? Because you know, looking back, you'd rather have him on IR. Excuse me, have him on IR if you know he's not going to be here for a month, right? So we discuss everything we do in this organization. You know, we have to make the best decisions that we can make with the information we have, you know, presented to us at that moment. You know, so a lot of these guys that we choose not to put on IR, it's because based on the information, there's a chance they can come back before that window. And, you know, it's not always absolute, but you want to leave certain guys open within certain time frames to be able to get them back. Other times there's an injury where you say, hey, look, we know this is going to absolutely be within that three-game window. Or we know that even if he's a little bit before that window, he may need the extra time to get back. And there may be another roster move that hinges on, you know, that spot being available. Just to clarify with Saquon, he hasn't had any issues with his knee, has he? The one that he got repaired? Again, I'm going to keep everybody's medical information kind of a little more in-house. But in terms of what Pat asked earlier about setbacks on injuries, no, he hasn't had any setbacks. Okay. Joe, what about Carter and Chapman? Uh... Yeah, so Carter was out here yesterday moving around with the trainers. Again, he's kind of the same boat as Andrew and uh, Saquon. I think Shep right now is on a little bit different of a timetable in terms of, you know, just how we're going to manage his body throughout the week. But he's in the same plan in terms of being with the trainers, has a little flex time. You know, a lot of these guys, it's we're going to really get them as much rest as we can. You know, some of the guys, Saquon, Zoe, Andrew, yesterday was a good day to kind of test the waters, get them out here, get them back moving. For Saquon, it was important because he missed time last week with the COVID stuff being out of the building. So everyone's on a little bit of time track right there. For Shep, you know, he's part of, you know, this group of some other guys we're going to kind of let them have this week to really just get their body back as much as possible. Rest is good for these guys. There's still treatment and rehab they're doing internally in the house. But, you know, in terms of having them on the field, they'll be a little bit different than everybody else this week. A couple players have said Pat Graham, for lack of a better term, simplified things a little bit recently on the defense. How have you seen that? And is that play to a guy like Xavier McKinney's strengths where he can just kind of – trust his instincts like he did on that second pick? Well, first I'll, I'll say about Zay directly. Zay's extremely intelligent. So in terms of simplification helping him, uh, Zay's very capable of being back there as a signal caller and operating all types of multiples. You know, in terms of simplifying the defense, I don't think we brought anything down to uh, an elementary level, but we've been more selective in terms of game planning. What we're looking Maybe to scaled do. back is the right thing. Yeah, we've looked to do some things to help the players, and I think Pat and the staff have done a good job of that, and the players have done a great job preparing and executing. How valuable are practices for Isaiah Wilson to have the kind of the really hands-on work with the coaches? I think they're huge. I think they're big for every player that's out here and involved. And as I've explained to these players before, you know, this is not a punishment. You're out here because we're trying to get you extra work and development because we're counting on every player out here to contribute, produce, and help us win games this year. You know, for a guy specifically, Isaiah, he's been making progress for us. 
He had some really good work yesterday in the one-on-ones against the defensive line and defensive rush. Gets extra work at some of the you know schematics and just the, you know, we can take it back to the, really like a base level with a lot of these guys. Yeah, you know, because you get them at different points in the year, it's good to almost go back and reset and start it back over like it's OTAs or training camp. A lot of these younger guys and make sure they get every detail of the install on the way up. You know, when guys come in, you get them the information, you get them the install, but it's good as a group to all hear it again together for the first, well, not for the first time, but like it's the first time. And where is he at? Is he a guy that could progress to helping you guys on Sundays this year, or is he more of a long-term projection? Well, I think we have long-term plans for this guy in terms of where we see this guy being a help, you know, in the future. However, in terms of this year, he's made a lot of progress, and if the situation arises and the opportunity comes up, we're getting ready to go ahead and help us. Joe, uh, there was so much um, upheaval with the offensive line early in the season. You know, guys going down pretty much every week. Uh, now, Andrew will come back at some point. Uh, but I'm, I'm interested in the interior guys. You know, that looks like it's your group. You know, you've had that same starting group for a while now. Is that, when you look at those three guys, are they, you know, are they good enough? And, and, and you know, the fact that you know they're going to be there, you know, you kind of go into the second half and kind of game plan around them to their strengths or weaknesses like you've been doing. And, you know, because that's not the group that you thought would be there at the start of the year, obviously. Well, this is a league of change. There's always changes on the roster throughout the year, and that's on every team, not just us. We're not unique to that. And we've been able to acquire some linemen, you know, whether it's after the 53 cut and get some guys through different circumstances. And I really like the way those guys are working and coming together as a unit. I think Rob, Freddie, Flats, you know, Ben do a really good job working the offensive line and getting these guys molting. Jason and the staff doing a good job in terms of playing all of our players' strengths right now as a team and finding out, you know, you go through the spring and what you want to install. You go through training camp and what you want to have as a playbook. And then you get into the season, you really find out what your identity is going to be and how you play best as a team. I think we're playing our best ball and improving as a team going forward every week. we got to keep on doing it. It's going to be important down the stretch. But in terms of the offense line specifically, seeing those guys improve a lot throughout this year. And we need these guys to keep on improving as a group because it's going to get tougher and tougher down the stretch. The, the, the interior guys, the three interior guys, what, what would you say their characteristics are You know, as, as a group? You know, that you, you, know, you build... You know, you built it with Gates and with Lemieux, you know, with Hernandez there. You know, two of those three are not there. So with this three group, what would you say? You know, are they a bunch of grinders? Are they tough guys? Are they, you know? I think anybody who plays in the interior of the offensive line is a gritty guy. You know, that, that's really a praiseless place. And it's a place where you're obviously seeing a lot of contact and dirty work throughout the game every week. I think these guys do a very good job of coming out. And then also building their flexibility. You know, Ben's worked both sides of the guards. He's worked the center. Wes has done the same thing. You know, you look at Skur, he goes back and forth with us between, you know, right guard, left guard, and center throughout practice. So we're always building that versatility in there and make sure these guys are always prepared for emergency situations as well. Each one of these guys has to be able to play tackle as well in case something were to happen. You know, we've been taking three tackles of the game. You know, that means you're two plays away from someone from the inside going to the outside. So working through those situation scenarios. But I like the way these guys come to work every day. And, you know, that, that unit's really a unit. You know, the offensive line in most buildings, you kind of see them flock together and travel together. These guys are really bonded. They've done a good job of, you know, fighting through a lot of things and playing and improving on a weekly basis. They're tough. You know, it's a smart group. And it's a group that, you know, we got to keep concentrating on getting better, like all of our players, every week going on down. The goal is to have the best offense line we can have at the end of the year. Sorry about that. How valuable, or I should say, how much growth have you seen from Aaron Robinson in the last couple of weeks? I mean, he's a guy who you know, spent months with the training staff, essentially, uh, gets thrown right in and kind of has to feel his way through. But the last, this yesterday, today, and really what you've been able to do, I would imagine you're, you're seeing where he is at as far as the progress he's shown compared to what you anticipated maybe back in May and June. Yeah, well, every rep he gains on defense or special teams through practice and games is very, very valuable for him because he hasn't had any yet, right? So, 
your first snaps being on Monday night in Arrowhead, that's not an easy situation for a rookie to step into and go ahead and just jump in. And we understand on the front end that it's not going to be perfect. And we have to make sure he understands it. Look, we're not going to accept it not being perfect. We're going to coach you to get it right. However, we also understand where you're at as a player in your career. And it's about your development and progression as a player. So he got a lot better from week one to week two. We saw a lot of improvement just technique-wise on the field. Uh, he looked good yesterday in practice, some of the one-on-one stuff. He's going to keep on improving. But, but I love the way this guy works. He's very intelligent. He's a good communicator. He's very tough. But he comes out, he's a very locked in and focused guy. He comes out and he works to get better every day. And you're going to see that continuously throughout his career. Every year we see, uh, you know, throughout the league, guys get in trouble during the bye week. What's your message to your players? Yeah, we talked about this morning. Just make the right decisions. Talk about a few of the incidents that's happened this year and last year around the league. You know, look, it's, it's natural for a lot of guys to kind of let their hair down this time of year. You get a few days off. You step away from a stressful situation for a couple of days. You kick back. You got to make sure that you put yourself in the right surroundings and make the right decision. So we talk very openly with our players about making the right decision before they get out of here again today. I'll remind them of the same thing. So it's good for guys to refresh physically, refresh mentally, come back, you know, ready to go. But within that time, you know, we're not exempt to consequences and we're not exempt from tragedy. So we have to understand that and make the right decisions. Alright, what's going on, Big Blue Nation? Sports fans all over the world. Welcome to the Shakedown, the show for the fans by the fans. I'm your host, Shakes. And I do got my boy LRP with me on his day on his driving Thursday. Um, pretty sure he's probably going to be um, in and out. Pause. But um, shout out to LRP on his day. But I am filling in for him. And... um. We got some things in store. We're going to sit there and uh, talk about this upcoming matchup of Baltimore versus Miami. We, um, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get on the hot seat, get a couple more people on the hot seat on this episode. Also, I'm going to tell people how they're doing on the prediction pool tip as far as last week and as far as the whole season is concerned, where they lay and land at. And, uh, anything else? Yeah, that's about it, man. That's about it is what I'm going to talk about on this episode here. So, um, first off, what I'm going to do is I'm going to let the people know as far as what everybody did in the prediction pool last week. How they doing all overall? And then I'm gonna get on to the hot seat, and then we can chop it up about this upcoming matchup and this upcoming week of matchups that's um on the way. So without further ado, make sure I get this little lighting right so I can see it. All right, without further ado, here we go. As far as week nine, I'm not sure if I told y'all week eight because last week was pretty crazy. And I can't recall if I let y'all know what y'all did in week eight. So I'm going to just do that for y'all right now. As far as week eight, week eight, week eight is concerned right now. Week eight, I'm saying it again and again. So people know, and don't get confused, 
I'm going week eight right now. I went nine and six. LRP went eight and seven. Black Freezy went six and nine. J Rock went eight and seven. E the Chosen One from the Bronx went also went six and nine. The Media Man Trey went six and nine. Nacho was the jackass of the week in week eight at four and eleven. Easy went nine and six. So did Chill Will at nine and six. Dan C went eight and seven. Charlie went seven and eight. That was week eight. Week nine, I went ten and four. Eight and six. Black Freezy went seven and seven. J Rock was tied for the jackass of the week at five and nine. This is the reason why I'm going to tell y'all what happened, the overall and shit, because J-Rock was in first place until this week. <laughs> but either chose one from the Bronx, went 8-6. and six. Media Man Trey went 7-7. Seven and seven. Nacho in the Box with Cheese went 9-5. and five. Easy and DC went 8-6. and six. Chill Will went 7-7. Seven and seven. Dan C went 6-8. and eight. And Charlie went five and nine. That's of the week tied with J Rock. Alright. I was the king of the week this week. Shout outs to me. Can I get an applause? Hell motherfucking yeah. Alright. <clears throat> Shout outs to me for being the king of the week. Alright. Now as far as overall is concerned, let's go back to the papers with the overall. In first place, we have a tie for first place. It is me and Easy from D.C. Well, in D.C. Me and Easy and D.C. is in first place at 95 and 55. We almost had 100, y'all. Alright. But everybody is doing good, so I'm y'all gonna hear it now, right? Because in second place we have J Rock all by his lonesome. He was in first to this last week. He I'm pretty sure he'll bounce back. But J Rock is in second place at ninety three and fifty seven. In third place we got all by his lonesome, the last ones in the 90s. Okay, we the only ones in the 90s, me, Easy, J-Rock. And LRP is in place at 90 and 60. Shout-outs to LRP, the crew. We know what we're doing over here. <laughs> All right, in fourth place, there is a tie. There is a tie in fourth place. We got Black Freezy and Chill Will in Ohio. That's another one of the hosts. He's in fourth place, making us look good that we know what the fuck we don't. All right, and in fifth place, we got E, the chosen one from the Bronx, place at 88 and 62. 
If I did not say Black Freezy and Chill Will's record, they are at 89 and 61. See how close it is? Very close. But either chosen one from the Bronx is at fifth place, all by his lonesome, at 88 and 62. That is another one of the hosts making us look good. Alright, the media man Trey is all by his lonesome in sixth place as well at 87 and 63. Very close, man. Everybody is very close, okay? Alright, in seventh place, all by his lonesome, we got Dan C in California at 86 and 64. Man, it's very close, y'all. Alright, and in eighth place, we got Charlie out in Maine at 81 and 69. And in last place, all by his lonesome, not doing too good in any of the fantasy, prediction pools, we just suck. It's Nacho in the Box with Cheese at 80 and 70. But as you see, we all got good records. We all know what we're talking about. We all know what we're doing here. So listen to us, because we're great. So that is the overall records. That is what y'all did last week. And um, even in week eight, if I did not do that the previous week, I now have told y'all what y'all have done in each week of the season. So y'all all know what y'all record should be. And y'all can double-check it up if y'all want to, but I write my shits down. And sometimes y'all sit there and switch up shit, and I didn't get to it, which only happened one time with Dan C. But those things do happen. So if it does happen, make sure. If you did change your pick, say, yo, you did write my shit down, right? And I'll be like, oh, yeah, damn, I forgot. Or I'll be like, yeah, I got you. All in all, man, great season by all of us. We got Nacho in the box with cheese as well with us. And I'm going to get on this hot seat, and then we can chop it up about Thursday night football, about the upcoming matchups, and even NBA. We'll chop it up about. But without further ado, let me step on up, get myself on this seat, and get my black ass off. So, Baltimore at Miami. I'm taking Baltimore here. Okay? Y'all all know Purple City Gang. I ain't go against them all season long. And I ain't going to start now. Shout out to my Ravens. Buffalo at Jets. I'm going to take Buffalo here. Jets, I don't know what the fuck going on with them. They in all types of trouble. All types of trouble. And Buffalo is pretty, pretty mad right now. Yeah, pretty mad. They just lost to Jacksonville. Poor Jets. They're going to take that shit out on y'all. It's going to be ugly. I'm taking Buffalo. Tampa Bay at Washington. I'm going to take Tampa Bay here, but I think Washington beats them up a little bit for us. Just, just, just beat them up a little bit for us. All right. Atlanta at Dallas. I'm going to take Dallas here, even reluctantly. But I don't trust Atlanta at all. 
and I wish I can go against Dallas, but <laughs> not this time, not this week. I'm going Dallas. <clears throat> New Orleans at Tennessee. I'm going to take Tennessee here, even though y'all know New Orleans has a special place in my heart. But I just don't like them against Tennessee this week. I'm taking Tennessee. Jacksonville and Indy, man, I ain't falling into the hype, man. Indy, Indy's going to whip their ass. Detroit at Pittsburgh. I'm going to take Pittsburgh here. Detroit is just doo-doo. Cleveland at New England. I'm taking New England here. Yeah. Um, defense, Belichick. And I just don't trust Baker Mayfield. I'm not a fan. Minnesota at Chargers. I'm going to take the Chargers here. Y'all all know how I feel about my adopted son, Herbert. Carolina at Arizona. I'm going to take Arizona here. Bounce back. They got to bounce back. But um, we're going to talk about them. Uh, Carolina picking up Cam Newton and having a... We got Seattle at... No, excuse me. We got Philly at Denver, and I'm going to take Denver here, man. Closet little Denver fan here. Um, I like what Denver is bringing out this year. Um, I follow them a lot. I look at them, and I respect them. I'm taking Denver here, plus I hate Philly. Seattle at Green Bay. Mm, Russell Wilson is back. But is Aaron Rodgers? That's a tough one there. I may change it later. But as for right now, I'm going to take the home team, Green Bay. At first, I chose them because I didn't think Russell Wilson was going to play. But now that I do know Russell Wilson is going to play, change a little things for me, but I'm going to stick to my guns for now. And I'm going to stick with Green Bay. Kansas City at Vegas. I'm going to take KC here. Uh, people are doubting, but I don't doubt that much. I do believe that this is a playoff team. I just don't think that they are a Super, super Bowl juggernaut team that they once were because teams have figured them out. But I'm taking the Chiefs. And last but not least, L.A. Rams at San Fran battle in California. I'm going to take the Rams here because I'm a closet Ram fan. And now I am off the hot seat. Now y'all know what y'all done in the prediction pool, how y'all doing all season long. So y'all don't have to ask me no more questions. Y'all ask me, I'm going to say, go listen to Thursday's episode. That's all I'm going to say to you. No, really, I'm a um. As far as the overall records, I'm gonna text everybody their overall records. Um, if I contact you through um t- Twitter, I will DM you the overall records. But yeah, look out for that tonight in your DMs or your text messages. But other than that, don't ask me no goddamn more. All right, we on the next week. Now, um, real quick, this is what I do want to do. Um, nacho in the box with cheese. 
<laughs> this motherfucker, Dash, he's going to ask me, how am I doing in the prediction pool? <laughs> right after, as I said, that I don't know if he's listening and he's just throwing shot or he's really asking me and it's like great time. But either way, either or. Um, what I said in Not Joe's Average Tuesday was he brought up something um, wonderful, uh, playoff prediction shit, whatever. Um, that he he had pulled up himself, and um, I told him what I actually did was I looked at it as far as what I had done predicting how the season was going to go at the beginning of the season, and then I looked at it as like halfway mark now. It's a lot of teams that either played eight or nine games so far, so um, how I matched up with my predictions from the beginning of the year to reality. What's their real record? So I want to just let y'all know, go through that real quick, and then we can chop it up about everything else. Um, So I'm going through AFC all the way down. And it starts with AFC East. I had Buffalo at this point being 4-4. and They are actually 5-3. and So shout-outs to them. Um, and shout-outs to me, um, not so far off. That's one game off, so that's pretty good. Um, Miami, I had been 6-3 and three at this point, way off. They are 2-7. and seven. I was off like a motherfucker with that one. A lot of two of love there, a lot of two of love. Um, New England, I had been 6-3 and three at this point as well. Uh, they are actually 5-4, and four. not too shabby. The Jets I had being four and four at this point as well. They are two and six. I'm two games off. But yeah, I'm gonna go on. I'm not too good. Not too good. Not too good on that one. As far as the North, I had uh, the Ravens being five and three at this point. They are actually six and two. Great shit for me. Um, Cincinnati, I had them being four and five. They are actually five and four. I was. Kind of on point, just a little, um, knocking them a little bit. But I was only one game off, so that's pretty good. Um, Cleveland, I had six and three at this point. They are actually five and four. Pretty good again. Um, Pittsburgh, right on point. I was right on point. I had them being four and four. They are four and four. Um, Going to the south, I had Houston being one and eight. They are one and eight. Uh, Indianapolis, I had them being three and six. They are four and five. I had Jacksonville being one and seven. They are two and six. <laughs> I was pretty good there, huh? Um, Tennessee, I had five and four. They are actually seven and two. A little off. Uh, Denver had them being four and five. They are five and four. I had KC being seven and two at this point. They are five and four. I had the Chargers being six and two at this point. They are five and three. I had Vegas being five and three at this point. They are five and three. I had Dallas being uh, four and four at this point. They are six and two. A little off. I had the Giants being six and three at this point. <laughs> Way off. They are three and six. You know, flip the flip the record. Just flip the record. That's all. Philly, I had being four and five. They are three and six. 
Washington I had being two and six. They are two and six. Chicago I had being two and seven. They are three and six. Hmm. Uh, Detroit I had being zero oh and eight. Yeah, really, zero oh and eight, and they are zero oh and eight. <laughs> Uh, Green Bay, I had them being seven and two. They are seven and two. Minnesota, I had three and five. They are three and five. So it looks like I was pretty much on point with the North. Uh, as far as the South, I had Atlanta being two and six. They are four and four. Carolina, I had them at four and five. They are four and five. Um, New Orleans, I had them at three and five. They are five and three. Tampa Bay, I had them at six and two. They are six and two. Arizona, I had them at six and three at this point. They are eight and one. I had the Rams at seven and two at this point. They are seven and two. I had Seattle at six and two at this point. They are three and five. And I had San Fran at five and three. They are at three and five. So, just to let y'all know, I'm not too shabby on this predicting shit. I mean, I am first place, right? <laughs> so, shouts to me, man. Awesome shit. Now, confusion here. Fucking 480 numbers. I got two of y'all right now. So one of y'all must be natural. One of of y'all must be easy. Y'all both are on air. Shout-outs to y'all. What's going on? Peace, God. What's up? What's going on, fam? What it do? How are you? I'm good. Yeah, First of all, happy Veterans Day to all my veterans, my fellow veterans out there. Happy Veterans Day to all the listeners serving or have served. Thank you. We appreciate it. You didn't change your area. Now that easy. I got that all out the way, let's talk about this OBJ. Back on West Coast. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. So Where'd he go to? Where is that? What, what's the news? He's at, Where he went? He's at the Rams. Oh, so Odell Beckham Jr. is so. now a Ram. It has been finalized. Green That's Bay exactly tried where to get he him. to go, right? Exactly. Exactly. Ten years ago. Yeah. When he was with us. Even yep, he to go to LA. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow, them Rams, boy. Them Rams, Rams are trying to go loaded. for the bowl. They're trying to go yep. for the bowl. And I could guarantee they're going to work something out where, like, they're probably going to work out a long-term deal after this year because Odell's going to want to stay out there. <clears throat> mm. Wow. So I think he'll probably get, like, a three-year maybe a three-year deal to stay out there after this season. That's some news for you. Yeah, because they said Green Bay tried to get them. They offered, like, the bare minimum. Uh, Who else? The Chiefs, they tried to get them. He chose L.A. Hmm. Hmm. Another big market for him. That's that's um pretty that's pretty huge. 
Um, as far as the decision, you know, I know he wanted to go to L.A. in the first place, and we just spoke about all that. But what you just said, Green Bay wanted him and lobbied for him. Uh-huh. So did Kansas City, right? Think about yep. those two quarterbacks, right? Like, you you exactly. tell a wide receiver, yeah, I mean, you could either have Aaron Rodgers throwing to you or you can have Pat Mahomes throwing to you. And you say, that's nice and all, but I really want to go to L.A. Dafford in them. That, I, I mean, that, that's a hell of a decision, man. That's a hell of a decision. Um, but, I mean, shit, uh, to have those choices is, you know what I mean, like, uh, great for that kid. But um, do y'all think that it will work out in L.A. for the kid? Because to me, like I spoke on yesterday's episode of Black Freezing, you know, my mantra and my shit is and my notion is the boy is washed up unless he went back to the Giants. So, to me, I just don't see it working out anywhere else. Tell me. Y'all think it's going to work out in L.A.? Because I don't have no faith in it. And they got a lot I of weapons. I don't think they're going to use them that much. I think it'll, it'll work out your... because the only reason I think it'll work out is because Sean McVay, he wanted him, you know, back when he was with us. So, I already know Sean McVay has, you know, plans in mind on how to use him. It, he run, He's the head coach, but he's also, he, it's his playbook. It's his plays. So he's going to draw up and design plays for Odell. He's going to make sure Odell gets his hands on the ball. And when you pair Odell, and I hate to say it, when he was with Eli, toward the end of Eli's career. Eli was still that gunslinger, but now you got uh, Matthew Stafford, who's also a gunslinger. It it kind of works out, because you now have a creative head coach that designs all the plays, and you got a quarterback that could, you know, sling it and distribute it everywhere. I mean, it would have worked out even with Aaron Rodgers, but I think the only thing about him going to the Packers was how long is Aaron Rodgers going to be there? You see what I'm saying? That right there will leave a big question mark. Ain't that kind of the same thing with Stafford, though? Because, I mean, what is it, like two years for Stafford? Probably, but I think Stafford, you know, I think the chances of Stafford staying in L.A. is, you know, greater than Aaron Rodgers being in Green Bay. I may be wrong. Mm. You would have to, Mm. you know, let me know about that. But I'm just saying, because remember, at the beginning of this season, everybody was like, is this Aaron Rodgers last year? Is this final year? Is he coming back? You know, what is the deal with him? I mean, I get he took time off to be away from everything, but he had to think about it. He, uh, he even said it. I had to, you know, seriously get away from football and think about it. So, that makes sense. Him in Kansas City, that would have been awesome, but... I guess L.A., you know, the bright light, that draws anybody. He pulled a LeBron move. (laughs) 
Freestyle pro yeah. LeBron move. <laughs> yeah, my only thing is, to me, it's kind of like, I mean, they got a lot of weapons for one over there. That's mm-hmm. Number two, I don't see nothing but lot guys over there besides maybe maybe Van Jefferson. Maybe Van Jefferson is like um, <clears throat> one of those guys, you know, that you can send out for the slants and all that. You know, them, uh, what is that? X receiver? Yeah. Um, but the Y isn't the first, the number one to me is always the, the Y is the first. But the X receiver that's going and slants and going across the field, like I can see, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's Van Jefferson. But everybody else is like slots. Um, Woods, Cup, Beckham, you know what I mean? They all work well in the slots. So Yeah, but you can move be them all around though. Yeah, yeah, you oh, can, you can. in and out. So that's the yeah. beauty of all, it. You don't know. All three of them. All three of them. Yeah, can. And th- but what I said was that when they work perfectly in the slots, like they are great when when they in yeah. the slots, they damn near uncoverable. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now think about it. If you got Cooper Cup and you got Odell both in slots, so you got maybe a spread lineup. You know, Odell on one on one side and Cup on the other side, but they're both in the slot and they both running routes, I feel bad for whoever's, you know, if they're playing man or zone because somebody's going to get torched. Mm. Just think about that. Or if you put them both on the same side, you put put three of them on one side and (laughs) I'm sorry. You seriously as a defensive coordinator have to seriously game plan on how to stop them. And that's going to be hard. I know everybody's thinking Odell's not his old self. He has to prove. Yeah, he has to prove, but I have seen the games with him in Cleveland. He does get open. Now, he could be used as a decoy or he could use be used to, um, you know, just run around just not in the um, progression, maybe to get the ball, but he will get open. Are they going to be able to defend it? That's all that matters. Mm. Uh, well, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, yeah. Um. <clears throat> uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm. I'm gonna see. Like I'm a closet Rams fan too, so. I'm going to see firsthand, like, what's going on out there. Because like, I, I, I Woods and a couple leagues. I think. And, of course, I got Aaron Donald in a couple leagues. So I, I, I keep an eye out on him. But I'm really going to be looking. Keep more of an eye out on him. See what Beckham do over there. That's definitely going to be yeah. interesting to see. I mean, I honestly just want him to have a bounce back, bounce back um, season. You know, he's been through too much. 
and for you know all of us Giants fans who love and pretty much worshipped the guy when he was in the Giants uniform and then got traded and now all the hate came up on him. I'm like, really? Y'all hating that much on him now because he's not a giant anymore, which was beyond his control? And then he gets hurt and injured, and then everybody's like, he's not, I mean, he's washed. I'm like, he might be, but at the same time, he went from a really good situation with us to Cleveland. It started off rocky, and it ended up with him, you know, being released. But he has a chance to, you know, rejuvenate his career, prove every hater wrong. Even if he shows, like, a quarter of his old self, that's enough. I mean, I'm on both sides of the coin. I'm on both sides of the coin. And the reason why is, and I'm going to go back and answer it. And I mean, when we made the trade, I was like, all right. Yeah, I mean, like, I get it. Even though I'm like, why would the fuck would you do that shit? It was the dumbest shit to do. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. You know what I mean, like, to me, trying to worry about getting him the ball was a lot, and especially to ask, like, that's cool to ask of that to Eli, but to ask of that mm-hmm. of a young quarterback, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, nah, you know what I'm saying? So I just was like, all right, you know what I mean? Maybe it fits, you know what I mean? Like, all right, you know, whatever. He wouldn't have been right. Now, you know what I mean? Like, in Cleveland, I watched him. And I did root for him for the first year, but I seen what was going on. I'm like, damn, they're not even giving him the ball, not even looking at him. And then he got hurt. And I was like, shit, maybe it was the right decision to get rid of this motherfucker. And then I seen the years after that. And I'm like, damn, dude really washed the fuck up, yo. Like, even like, and I came to those terms this season. I'm like watching it, and I'm like, that is not the back of my nose, yo. Like, and and I get it. Like, yeah, he be open, but it's a lot of shit. Like, he would drop the ball. He would drop it. I don't know. He had a lot of drops with us too, but you know what I'm saying. For every drop, it was a dynamic play that we were just like, well, fuck that drop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah. He wasn't even making He'll those make dynamic plays in Cleveland. Exactly. He wasn't even making them shits in Cleveland, so it was hard for you to just be like, oh, okay, he made up for that. Instead, all you could do is say, damn, he had those guys, he had that. And then, and then the rest of the game, he wasn't really looked at all. You know what I'm saying? Just not a connection with Baker Mayfield. So I, I came to those terms. This boy is washed. And I'm like, and then when he got released, I'm like, you know, I don't really see it being successful nowhere else besides the Giants. Like, I feel like if he went back to the Giants, he could have revived his career and the popularity and all that with the market and everything, Beckham would have been back. But 
going anywhere mm. else. I was like, I don't know about that. But I'm going to say this, though. Going to L.A., maybe, maybe, maybe. The only problem I have with that is those weapons is a lot, so I don't know how much they're going to use them. And if when that get, that game comes, when those games or those stretch games comes where he only got one catch, will he act like the Beckham of old and be like, oh, I need the ball? Or, or is he going to just be humble, sit his fucking ass down, and just say, I'm just glad with the win? I, I, I don't see, know. So there's, that's there's why one I, thing I, I'm interested to see. And there's one thing I, I have learned, and he is humble. And this is when he got humbled. He got humbled after he got traded. Like, it hurt, but it opened up his eyes on a lot of things. So I honestly think that the situation in Cleveland, now when a receiver drops the ball or whenever a receiver or running back drops the ball, we all know it's concentration. Those are concentration drops. If you know you could catch the ball. Now, I could get if you're over the ball, it's kind of like we know you can't catch. You know, Ramsey's Barton. Uh, so when you have a receiver that can't catch and then you start seeing him, you know, dropping passes, it's mainly concentration. And just like how you said, him and Baker were not on the same page. That mess gets frustrating. When you get frustrating, it kind of – you may not show your emotion, but it reflects in your production. It, you're not focusing on stuff. You're not focusing where you need what you need to focus on. So therefore, you are going to have those drops. I know, with him being in LA, where he wanted to go, they are going to work on that. If that means he gets two catches and. 50 or 20 to 50 yards in the game, so be it. That's what he needs to do. He, he knows he's no longer that guy like how he was in New York. In New York, he was that guy. He went to Cleveland. He was no longer that guy because he had Jarvis Landry there, and then you had, you know, everybody else coming after him, Donald People Jones. I mean, you're no longer that guy. In L.A., you're no longer that guy. You're just part of the supporting cast. It's kind of like how uh, um, Sammy Watkins. Remember Sammy Watkins, you know, he was struggling in his early in his career. It was kind of like in that wide receiver class, Odell, Jarvis, Mike Evans, those were the ones that were dominating because Sammy Watkins really didn't have a quarterback to throw to him in Buffalo. He left Buffalo. Then you saw him, you know, starting to, you know, show the Sammy Watkins that we all saw back when he was in Clemson. And then he goes to Kansas City. He's playing a supporting role. He didn't have to make, you know, big spectacular plays. He just, when he got his hands on the ball, made the catch. He made the catch. I think Odell's going to be the same way. You're now a supporting You're no longer that guy. As you get older in your career, you have to realize that. 
and I hope he has realized that. So that way the <laughs> offense could now function, you know, flawlessly. Odell could be happy that they're winning, and he's actually, you know, doing his part, contributing to the win. But we going him, McVeigh, and Stafford, I honestly believe they're going to work it out. I'm just wondering if he's going to play Monday night or not. Okay, That's Monday. going to be the question. Yep. I don't see why not. Wow, man, and we get to uh, watch him on the Monday night too. Yeah. Okay, yeah. All I right. think <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Because you know that's going to be pretty good, man. The weekend. Now that he's yeah, with that's them, gonna be, is Odell going to play? You gotta love the NFL, yeah. man. Gotta love the NFL. Yeah. They're always making it interesting. Always but he's up there in L.A. with his boy LeBron and everybody else. So it's, it's a good fit for him. I'm not going to – I can't argue with it. It's a good fit for him. Oh, well, we're definitely going to see. We're definitely going to see. I'm not saying I'm rooting for him. I'm not saying I'm rooting against him. My personal plan is that he's washed. So I, I want to see something different. To uh, change my mind, or if it don't change my mind, I'll be right on these airways saying, "I told y'all this motherfucker washed." <laughs> so we'll see. Hey, if you're gonna go ahead and give him that energy, you gotta keep that energy for everybody else. And you know how I am. Call now, I see it. Same person still calls Kirk Cousins a bum, even though he's throwing three, four thousand yards a season. Normal person would be like, "Oh, he ain't no damn bum." Well, yes, he is to me because the motherfucker will not get it done when you need him to get it done. That's a bum to me. No. See, okay, there's a difference between being a bum. Sam Darnold, that's a bum. Mm -hmm. Uh. Like you just said, you got to keep the same energy up. You know what I mean? My yeah, eyes and what I go on, that's what I, I stay on. I don't sway off. But when you My say, eyes like, tell me that motherfucker's a bum. Cousins can't get bum. it done. Is it because you're asking too much out of him? No, man. Out of a quarterback, and especially a franchise quarterback, you expect that quarterback to be a winning quarterback a guy that, you know what I mean, when the game is called to be on your back, on your shoulders, you carry that team and say, I got We're going to get this dub by See, any means necessary. Kirk Cousins See, now, can't do it, bro. He can't do you it. You want to know why? But here's why. He's not a franchise quarterback. He really is not. They paid him $100 million. No, I get that. No, just because they paid him that doesn't make him that. I'm that's sorry. A, that, they pay paid him as a not, franchise quarterback. That's what you but, dictated as a franchise quarterback. And if that's what you dictated as, you're a fucking bum. And that's where, uh, what's his face? Um, Minnesota, they made that mistake because he's not a franchise quarterback. 
Just like um, Ryan Tannehill. He's not a franchise quarterback. That's all I'm saying, son. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And I don't even call Tannehill a bum. He's mediocre to me. He he can get it done. I mean, he can manage the game. Mm-hmm. Now, to, to call mm-hmm. it and say, oh, I need you to win this game for us to go to the Super Bowl, I don't, I'm not going to – that's not the quarterback. I think I'm going to say, yo, yeah, I'm going to go with Tannehill on that one. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? And we have so, seen it in the I'm playoffs. I'm not going to call We've it a playoff where Tannehill yeah. actually had to, you know, win those games and he couldn't do it in the playoffs. Exactly. So, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's mediocre, above average, but I ain't see them pay him $100 million. And I think he is going to get the bag, though. He is going to get the bag because Tennessee love him over there. But if he had, if he did not already get the bag. But, yeah. Um, I just, $100 million guarantee, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you best to be a motherfucking yeah. franchise quarterback. And if you're not, then you're a bum. You know what I mean? Like, you, you're a career backup to me. Yep. But that's just what it is. I mean, it's what it is. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Let me see if we washed up or not. We can move on. Um, how are you feeling about the Giants right now? We haven't heard from you in a while. Let us know what you are thinking about this Giants team. And, um, yeah. Okay, here's my pick on the Giants, and this is going to be my take, so all y'all listeners out there, just so y'all know, I am a loyal Giants fan. I'm just not a homer Giants fan, so get that straight. The Giants is on a – I knew they were going to be up and down, and I knew that – it was going to be, you know, hard, you know, to win um, five games. I'm surprised we came out with two, two wins out of them. Um, now, with that being said, and I started realizing this from last year. Was it last year, or the last year and the year before last, last two years, the Giants struggle to win games because I don't John Stinkin' Merrill. <laughs> that man he is like he is the reason for the downfall. Now, I'm not going to say Joe Judge is not the guy, but he honestly does not know how to um, game plan correctly. He doesn't know how to uh, manage the game correctly. And I get you're a rookie head coach, and you're surrounded by you know some veteran coaches. John Merritt, they've got y'all made a mistake in going after Garrett and. 
I just don't see this team being uh, no more than four wins. No, five wins. No more than five wins. This is a 17-game season. No more than five wins. It seems like they win a game one every four games. They win one game every four games. So, I don't expect nothing. I honestly, to be honest, I just want them to have a bad season so Dave Gettleman could be forced to hell out. Jason Garrett could be forced to hell out. I know all y'all Daniel Jones fans, and yes, I was rooting for Daniel Jones last year. Going into, but I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, he's not it. He's not it. Not it. Not it. He's not it. And the thing is, and I honestly could say, I gave him credit when he actually um, put the game on his back for once in his life and, you know, got the Giants to win the game. I think it was uh, Carolina. It was against Carolina. I was happy about that. I was like, okay, why can't he do this all the time? And that's the mantra of the Giants. They do good one week, and then they disappear. They do something good, and then it's like the rest of the time is like non-existent. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Just like our defense. Our defense has been so up and down. It's just, you know, getting so frustrating. Yeah, the defense could play good, but you're still giving up a lot of yards. You're still keeping, you know, the opponents in the game. So I'm like, what are you actually doing? So – this whole team needs to be scrubbed again. Rinse, wash, repeat. Or wash, rinse, repeat. And not saying that we're going to get rid of Daniel Jones to get a quarterback in the draft. No, I know that's probably not going to happen. But we cannot pick up this guy's fifth-year option. I'm sorry. If anything, I would trade for a veteran and just rock with the veteran to get us another quarterback. Because I cannot see Daniel Jones being that guy. Y'all could come. Y'all could compliment on how tough he is. Y'all could compliment. You know, he's so athletic. He can run. But when it comes down to it, and just like how you stated with Kirk Cousins being a franchise quarterback. And that's the same thing I look for in a franchise quarterback. I want my franchise quarterback on his back, go out on that field, not give a damn about anything except for we're winning this game by any means necessary. Yeah. If you're going to go ahead and start hearing Jason Garrett calling plays and they're a bunch of curl routes, and Lord knows, I, I find it funny because one guy – um, when he was on Twitter and he was live at the game against the Raiders and he was like saying how yo the play calling is so suspect but it's the decision making that is even more suspect they said and I don't know if anybody else had been to the Giants game if you watch said that you have our receivers actually running deeper routes but Daniel Jones chooses the check down or he chooses the curl route. It's kind of like 
he chooses the high percentage throw than the least percentage throw. Mm. Like, if it was Eli, Eli would air it out. He would take that chance. Daniel Jones doesn't want to take that chance. And I'm just like, come on. And then not to mention, our coaches aren't disciplining our receivers enough to be in like, and they pointed out with Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram needed a first down. He goes ahead and cuts his yard, you know, six yards. Dude, run to the six and then come back. But be well ahead of the six so that way you can make the catch. Forward progress will stop you right there at the six. So if they were to push you back, your forward progress already put you at the first down marker. That And I'm like, come on. Our pass rushers, Lord have mercy. Ojulari is the only pass rusher we got. And that's sad because I was high on Lorenzo Carter and Zimenez for this year to do something. It's like our whole – everything has to be redone. I mean, our secondary – Bradbury, he's been having a tough season. McKinney, he's he's actually been playing really good. I'm glad that he's actually getting – but I'm wondering if that's because of uh, Peppers being out. If it is, we know the writing's on the wall with Peppers. Sorry. Thank you for your services. <laughs> Team, it, it has so many problems, and it's just – it's it's becoming the norm of the Giants, and I hate to say it, it's becoming the new norm. And we're so desperate for wins, we settle for mediocre. Shoot, hell, we settle for less than mediocre. It doesn't matter how bad we are. If we squeak out a win, that's a plus. Don't matter if we're like three and what? What are we, three and five or three and six? I'm like, I'm like that's that's horrible, seriously horrible. And I knew when we lost to Kansas City, and everybody was like so down on Kansas City. Oh, and this is where I got pissed off. I'm like, how you let the team with the worst defense beat you? Like seriously, we are becoming the Giants that. If you need a pickup game, play the New York Giants. They'll pick your spirits right up and then boom. Kansas City lost, I mean, beat us, and then they ended up winning the second game. Now they're in the playoffs. They, before, they were like, oh, they're done. All it takes is a spark. We keep giving teams that spark. It's crazy. And I hate to say it, we're the Giants of the 70s. Ten years since the last Super Bowl. Peace, peace, everybody. What's up, E? Peace, God. Hey, man. It's been quite some time, brother. Easy, how you feeling, man? God bless you and your family. First of all, I want to take this Veterans Day to say thank you for your service, LRP, OG Steve, 
Anybody that I missed that I didn't know served, thank you for keeping us safe at home while you guys was abroad and allowing generations to be able to come up and understand how important your service was. That's something I teach my kids to let them know whenever you see a military guy or armed services or whatever the case may be, always show that respect, always show that love, and show that appreciation. So, brother, happy, happy Veterans Day to all you guys, man, and thank you for all those that we lost as well. You're in our hearts and never not remembered. Thank you for your service, brother. Cool. I appreciate it. Oh, and also I'm going to send this to the OG of the whole group, and I know he doesn't get mentioned a lot, but he will always be forever, the LT. Ivan, thank yep. you. Happy Veterans Day, brother. Yep. Um, I even sent you a message earlier, so I text you a message earlier, brother, but verbally thank you for mentioning his name as well. Lieutenant Ivan, thank you for your service, brother. God bless you, and happy uh, happy uh, new, you know, new addition to your family. Oh, yeah. Man, what's going on, Ian? Hey, what's up, man? Man, it's been a while. Yeah, I know it's been a while. I've been a busy man. Just not chopping it up on. I was um, getting his take on the Giants, um, what he felt about the team. So he just went over all of that. And um, team? What team? <laughs> you kidding me? Play uh, off. And we chopped it up about um, and we chopped it about, up yeah. about um, Odell Beckham in uh in L.A. with the brand. I would like to hear the condensed version of your take, Shakes, if you even care. How you feel about that? Oh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, went over that, but um, since you ain't hear it, um. I still believe that he's washed. Um, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing if he is not washed. And I don't know if this is the right move. Um, you know, it's, it's great. You got a quarterback. And, and it's a veteran quarterback at that. So it's back, he's back to having a veteran quarterback that knows what he's doing out there instead of a Baker Mayfield or don't have no connection with him at all. Um, so that's good for his behalf. But I think that it's a lot of bodies over there, man. It's a lot of receivers over there. So I really don't know how many touches he's going to get. And then when those games or those string along games, three three game stretches where he only got one or two catches, how is he going to act? Is he going to be humble? He going to just say, I don't care, we just won. Or is he going to be sitting there like, you know what I mean? Why not getting the ball with this attention shit that made him really, in my opinion, the reason why he's not on the Giants right now? You know what? I don't disagree with anything you said. I just think that something had to be said in order for him to choose there, of all the places in the world, right, 
where he no, could have no, went and been the number one receiver. Me? Let me yeah. let me stop you for one second, one second, one second, and I, you got it. But Easy came on here and said Green Bay was interested and Kansas City was interested. Think about those two quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, Pat Mahomes, and instead you chose L.A. Rams. But that's what my premise was leading to. That's in why Green I Bay, you really don't have any competition. Yeah. In Green Bay, you don't have any competition. You're going to be the number two wide receiver, sometimes number one, depending on how they want to play it out there, right? You and Devontae yeah, Adams and everybody else, and everybody else being a great supporting cast from Aaron Rodgers, where you know they throw the ball, then Kansas City, you're going to be number two right there too, regardless. You're the number two guy. Tyreek Hill is going to draw a double team still. Mm-hmm. You're the number two guy, and you refuse that. There has to be a reason why he chose L.A. I think there was. it has to be, yeah, it has to be a maturation process. If he feels like, you know what, these two, that team has the best chance to win if, with me here or foreseeably in the future, like he may feel they're a couple of pieces away from a Super Bowl, which I think we all believe that. You feel me? So, I, I mean, I'm going to just say this. more than that. I'm, I know. It's definitely more than that. But I'm going to say this. I'm going to look real good. If you can recall, and we spoke about this, man, easy, but if you can recall, when he was with us, the destination, they, when they asked him where he wanted to go, he said, I would want to be traded to L.A. He always yep. wanted to be a Ram. So yep. is that? And maybe maybe he knows McVay got something for him. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking he's going to have a conversation in depth. Right. Like, look, you're going to get the rock. That's what I'm thinking. I'm with y'all. Yeah, we all on the same page. But I'm going to say this. I'm going to look real good in that blue Rams jersey with those yellow numbers with the words Beckham Jr. on my back. With a crispy pair of Timberlands and a Rams hat. I'm going to look real nice in that. Thank you for choosing a team to help me look nice. Because I was not Brian, nothing Cleveland Browns. No disrespect. Thank you. Uh, so, I mean, well, hey. You can't rock the doo-doo. You can't nah, rock I can't the doo-doo. I cannot rock the but, doo-doo. Yo, E, here's the, <laughs> here's the crazy thing, and I even said it earlier. The shake. <laughs> Odell did a LeBron move. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that's seriously. exactly where, where it is. He went where a group of receivers. Literally. Yo. Literally he, he went he where there is a group of receivers mm-hmm. and brought his talents to South Beach. No, I'm talking about when LeBron went to the went to the Lakers. Yeah, at the second the second stint. Yeah, he went from, he went from the Lakers. Listen, to the Lakers. listen. <laughs> yeah. So listen to me. It's it's about he, the media market. Well, too, well, he has some rings. Yeah. 
He has some rings first. Then he, you know, he went there. But I oh, respectively, I, got it. I, got it. I get what you guys are saying. I get where you're going. You hear, I don't disagree with thing, anything that's being said. Here's the thing that um, that I've learned uh, from speaking uh, to his agent, that players want to go not so much where, you know, the money is at. They think long-term. So they want to look at things on – if they're marketable, what can Absolutely. they do for that city? Um, how can the city – what can the city do for them as well? So by Odell being, you know, went from New York, big media market, like all these endorsements and everything, and then uh-huh. he goes to Cleveland, he goes to Cleveland, he doesn't get that same love like he did in New York. So if he wanted to keep any of that, he would have to always fly to New York or fly to L. He had to fly to all these other places to kind of, you know, make up ground for it, for him not being right. there. With him being in L.A., you're back in the big, huge media market again. And 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 easy, let me tell you, new stadium, new jerseys, new and and, and, and check this out, new right, and and check this out. Come on. He's going to be – look, check. He's smart with this. Let's talk about the marketing aspect and his brand. He's going to be still a higher-selling jersey than Cooper Cup and Randy Woods just because he's a Charger now. His jerseys are going to sell more than Cooper Cup and Randy Woods because he's a Charger. He's a Ram. I'm sorry, he's a Ram. I apologize, because he's a Ram. <laughs> Think about that, gentlemen. That, that's what you call knowing your worth. He knows his star power and worth. And that's Robert why he Wood, did it. Not Randy Wood, but yeah, man. Rand, Rand, Robert Wood. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank no you. Problem. I normally get the names right. Thank you guys for helping me out. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Randy Woods. Robert Woods, whatever, you feel me? Uh, Cooper Cup. Deshaun Jackson just left. You know, that's crazy. Deshaun Jackson leaves. Yo, Deshaun Jackson leaves, and Odell Beckham goes. Now, here's the crazy thing about that. Now, when Odell, the whole Odell um, being released, my destinations for him were New England, um, Kansas City, Green Bay, Raiders, and the Rams. You know what's crazy? I was, I high, I was high on the Raiders. First. I was high on the Raiders because of Ruggs. They pretty much Ruggs is gone, so they missing you know another you know good receiver. Yeah, but they were. And then early. here goes Sean Jackson. Yeah, Sean Jackson. They were early. They were early. Sean Jackson. Vegas is a huge market right now. Exactly. Right now, and Sean Jackson is now in Vegas. So I was like, oh, shoot. Okay, now that takes Odell out of the picture for the Raiders. Yep. Rams. And then I was thinking of maybe New England. Yeah, and but you know what I thought about? Yeah, but you know what I thought about? I thought about disciplinary. I thought about authoritative. Exactly. He's not exactly. going to – everybody that goes – yo, everybody that goes to – 
New England, regardless to the position polls, they always talk about the disciplinarian, the authoritative, organizational. They they say when you go to New England, it's totally different than anywhere totally you've ever different. been at. It totally is different. Totally different. You gotta throw everything out the window that you have learned in the NFL, and you become a company man when you go to New and England. And I know for a fact that he's not that. He's not that. Here's the thing that I that I wanted him to go to New England because I was like, okay, go to New England. He had Tom Coughlin as his head coach. Tom Coughlin was still an old school, no nonsense coach. Then you go to Cleveland where you had Hugh Jackson, Fred Kitchen, now Stefanski. You have a lot of these, you know, new coaches that really don't discipline or have control of their team like that. So I was just thinking maybe he wants to go to New England to be around Belichick because he's still that old school guy and they still a contender for the playoffs pretty much every year. But the only difference is you got a, you know, Mac Jones as the quarterback. Does he want to be around a young quarterback again? Or would he rather be with a season vet? And it was like the whole, okay, maybe Kansas City would make sense. Because it actually did make sense. You got Andy Reid, who's pretty much a nonsense guy himself. You got Pat Mahomes. Eric the enemy. Young veteran. You got an offense that is actually a real oh my good goodness. offense. Hated to you. Hated to you. The only thing is, it's just the market. I'm just like, he wants the market. That's what it Absolutely. is. Absolutely. There's no market and, for him. And there. Los Angeles New England, is the no, market yeah. right now. The Dodgers, yeah. you know what I'm saying? The Dodgers is crazy out there. The Rams is crazy out there. The Chargers is crazy out there. It's <laughs> crazy out there. And, that market and, is crazy. If you could... I'm not sure if he was here for debate Wednesday yesterday. But when I was talking to Black Freezy and I was telling I'm like, yo, he's washed, right? And I'm like, yo, he, I don't feel like he can be successful anywhere else but the New York football giants, right? And the reason right. why I felt that way was because of the market. Yeah, I mean, he's mm-hmm. back in the spotlight. He's back in the lights. You know what I'm saying? So for him to go to L.A., yeah. So to him to go back to L.A., I'm like, oh. Oh, shit, that's where he wanted to go in the first place, too. I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. He might, he might. I mean, it's it's a hit or miss. He can either go back and be the Beckham that we know, or he can be that washed-up motherfucker that I've been seeing in Cleveland. It can go either way. I'm going to tell you this. You always say something, Shakes, and now you're going to have to live religiously by it. You always say something by committee when they don't have demand. You always say, hey, wide receiver by committee or running back by committee. These are one of your your, your great cliches when it comes to not having the number one guy who's the guy. Now you have three legitimate number ones and a two and a half in Van Jefferson. All those guys are legitimate number one. Woods, Cup, Beckham, they're all number one. So they won't be fighting for the ball. It's just who's nope. going to get open whenever they get open now. They're going to run nope. circles around teams. I can't wait to see the score about when that. they all fully acclimated. In that. two weeks, 
He'll be fully acclimated, bro. I got it. Matter of fact, can you do me a favor, Easy, if you buy a computer? Can you tell me who yeah. the Rams play in two weeks? In two weeks? In two weeks. It's the reason why I'm at, why I'm asking. I know they, they might have the Monday night game to this week with San Fran. We might get to see him firsthand. Um, yeah, but he's not going to be acclimated yet. Two right. weeks. So, but um, what 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 we was talking about, and we bought this was um, well, I I really did, but um, it was something that easy I said, but to me it's like it's three slots. Ooh, guys, Packers. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Who? Oh, they got Packers. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. That's what I want to see. There you go. There you go. That's the reason why I voted that Yeah, I bet you can. I bet you cannot. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. Because there's no way in the world, three cornerbacks, I don't care who you are, on what team you got, how great you are, it is not three number one corners anywhere in the NFL in the secondary. I don't care where you go. His route running, his ability, his speed, his everything, his ability to fight and win routes, and he plays bigger than himself. He don't even got to do all that. He don't even exactly. got to do all that. He don't even got to do like he, He's going to probably, like, him and Sammy Watkins' roles are completely going to be, like, identical now. Because Sammy Watkins, he was that guy, but now when he went to Kansas City, he was just that possession receiver. He was just that compliment to um, uh, what's his face? Cheetah. <laughs> Tariq Hill. Yeah, Tariq Hill. Odell's going to be that complimentary receiver now. He's I'm going to tell you exactly you know, what. I'm sorry like to cut a, you off. He's not that dominant receiver that we want him to be. He doesn't need to I'm, be that. And I believe can he I tell you, realizes can I, that. Can I tell you what it's going to be? Y'all ready for this? Y'all going to love this. All they did was throw back to the old school Rams with the greatest show on turf. With Tori yeah. Holt and, yeah. and Isaac, Isaac Bruce. Yeah. And them. That's all that is now. That's all, That's all that is. Yo. That's all they did. And That's all they did. It's it's once again the greatest show that on turf. So you true. cannot stop them three boys. You can't. That was There's so no true. way possible. That's it. Greatest show on turf part two. We just hope that and if they end up being oh my lord, they got a defense. It ain't like you can front on their defense. They got one of those. Uh-huh. They've been offensively active. Acute. Only it goes how Matthew Stafford goes. One morning he might wake up with a cold and start bugging out. Sometimes that's just Matthew Stafford. That's him. You know yeah. what? Here we go. The running game is is stout enough to get them where they need to be. They got good running backs in the backfield who can catch out the backfield. All they got to give Matthew Stafford is two to three seconds on any type of play, and it's on. You can't miss. Your route running, your your route receivers run perfect routes. Ben Jefferson is a route running machine. We all know what Woods and Cup is. We've seen it firsthand. And now you added that to that, and he doesn't even have to go as hard because most times 
because he's going to be on the number three cornerback. The number three cornerback is going to be playing defense on him in the NFL. You saw what happened with Deshaun Jackson. All he did was run goal routes out there. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. 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 And Sean McVay, he's, he's been waiting for this for too long. You know what he about. Too long. You know he's an offensive guru. He is all the way with the offense. Fourth and 39, he with it. And see, the beauty about um, coaches like Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan, who are offensive, even Andy Reid, who are all offensive mind, you know, mm-hmm. they are so creative to design and create plays for the players, like a real good coach is supposed to be. You create your plays to your players' strengths. And let's not forget that Odell Beckham can throw the rock like a quarterback. Oh, gosh. <laughs> At some point, he had more touchdowns than but Eli Manning in the season, remember? <laughs> it lasted for a game. No more than that. We're not trying to get crazy. But, yeah. Yeah, so yo, I I'm, I'm great play. with the I move. I hope he I does play Monday night. Play. I really hope he does get to play Monday night. If not, I mean, I guarantee the stadium is going to be packed regardless because you know it's yeah, Monday yeah. night, LA, and yep. the, it's going to be so electric. Even if the fans think that Odell's going to be there, and let me tell I you, mean, that's exactly the kind of thing that he's about making his debut on Monday night, that's all he probably feeling right now. Prime time. Yep. You ain't got to worry about nothing else. Yeah. Just do your part, contribute, get the win, keep it going. That's what he's going to do. He don't got to do too much. He don't got to be extra. All he got to do is win his routes on a regular basis, and that's going to happen. Three Number three cornerbacks, they're not used to that kind of talent coming at them. They are not used to that. Matthew Stafford is about to be the MVP. Whoever got him the fantasy is about to eat. What? But, um, oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Crazy. Oh, but you know what's but, crazy? Uh, what Whoever think? got Beckham is not going to live like that. Yeah, yeah. I think LRP um, jumped the gun. Um, yeah, LRP and James. Got him back. Sneaky deep, peaky deep. <laughs> well, let's see how it goes, man. But uh, how y'all feeling about tonight's matchup, Baltimore and Miami? What, what y'all feeling about this one? What's that plan? Oh, out there to a hurt. Is that really a matchup to worry about? Wait, so is Brissett playing? Yeah. Oh, man. Yep. I had two or yep. two. And I got to do this again. I mean, both yeah. are going to win. My second favorite team is going to win. Stay with your chest. Who's that? 
Sure, I got some Ravens out there tonight. Yeah, I got Mark Andrews out there. I got the Ravens defense out there. Let me see, that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. No doubt. Let me oh. see what else is going on. Well, real quick, we got about 20 minutes. We're going on 20 minutes left of the live section of the show. Damn, I'm definitely probably shut it down. I don't know. We'll see. But, um, easy. Give me a, a closing statement real quick for the last touch. Uh, closing, I'm happy for Odell. I'm glad that he gets to, you know, go where he wanted to go. He finally got his taste of free agency. You know, he picked the team this time instead of a team picking for him. Um, all he has to do now is just go out there and just, you know, do his job. Star that he once was in New York because that's not expected of him anymore. He doesn't need to go out there and do that. Just do your job, make plays, keep getting, you know, open, make those catches. And for the Giants, hey, we're on a bye. Enjoy the bye since we got the win. Enjoy this week of football, but at the same time, I hope they come out to buy with them, you know, fixing a lot of stuff that needs to be fixed because Giants picking in the top ten again in the draft. Just accept it. Deal with it. Gettleman's gone. Jones will still be the bum that he is. And Saquon would, Lord. Did we pick up his fifth-year option? I think we did, which was a mistake. Oh, well. You know what? I'm just going to be quiet. We do the whole team. Overhaul yeah, the whole yeah, entire uh, team. Okay. Yeah, I know. That's all I got. I know, I know, Shake. I'm not. Nope. No, no, because, I'm, too, um, you're I'm, too, I'm too optimistic, bro. Yeah, you got to go back to the beginning of the show, um, he gave his take on everything, the Giants, Dane Jones, all that. So, yeah, it was definitely interesting to hear from Evie. It was kind of more like an Evie, um, you know, welcome back show. And uh, it was great shit, man. It was good to talk to you and good to hear from Evie in D.C. now. All right. Um, also, earlier in the episode, which I'm telling you, definitely go look or Listen back, said I say, because I gave the uh, overall standings on the prediction pool, which I did last week, even which I did in week eight, if I didn't do it the week before, because I couldn't recall. But I gave week eight, week nine, and overall standings on how everybody's doing. I will text y'all. I will um, DM whoever. Y'all standings or whatever after the show. But yeah, go back, listen. Y'all know where y'all at, what y'all don't know where y'all All right, now on the hot seat, I'm going to get you and J Rock, who is now with us as well. 
on to the hot seat and get y'all off, and then we can say our goodbyes and get up out of here so I can get to the game and, and get all my shit together and all that. Because it's Raven time, baby. Purple City game. Yo, you think Devontae Freeman going to do something tonight, Shake? He's been doing um, he's been doing great these past two weeks, uh, especially with Murray being out the last two games that they had. Um, so I right. believe that it will carry on to this one. Come on, Devontae! Ooh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So real quick, I'm gonna get J Rock on here. You can give your um your opening, and then you can get on step on up onto this hot seat. What's going on, J Rock? Peace, God. Must have some. Yo, what's good? What's going on? Yo. Yo, what's up? What's up? I don't got nothing, man. I'm just... <clears throat> Yo, Rams. Rams is my favorite team right now. And I am a Rams fan. I'm going to tell you this right now. You know how I get down. Everybody know how I get down. Wherever my favorite player goes, he goes, my buddy, my buddy. Wherever he goes, he goes, my buddy. You see, I'm about to go purchase the jersey. They ain't printed up yet. I looked on NFL.com. It comes out probably tomorrow, 12.01. I will be having one. Yeah. Go Rams. Go Rams. Yeah, I was already a closet Rams fan already, so this makes it even more interesting and fun for me to watch them. So. Come um, on, bro. The greatest wide receiver that we ever had, Greg. That we yeah. ever had, Greg. Well, I'm get, I get to see if he's washed up or not. Oh, yeah, you get to see that. Creeper, yeah, I mean, you really can't indicate it or you tell. that crow. Because he just ain't. You say he you was lost. I mean? You say he ain't no good no more. And I remember that. I'm still on it, bro. I'm still on it, bro. I'm still on it because okay. I'm still, like, from what I'm seeing, from what I've seen, and I, I already went through it. Like I said, go back to the beginning of the episode. I spoke about all that. But, Definitely. yeah, like, I just don't see it, bro, and, and – I just no, he got I think he's washed up. The field, man. He got yeah, a quarterback yeah, now that boy, can see the field. Your boy now. Your boy now. Your boy now. Yeah, I mean, you always been a Stafford fan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to see. Look what he doing. Lead the, league, lead the league in passing yards. Come on. We're going to see. That's my kid. We're going to see. There's definitely a lot of weapons over there, man. I'm definitely interested to see how that's going to be um, border ball. Um. I got the there's, there's something else I'm about to do. Yeah, I'm about to definitely get you up on this hot seat real quick. But, uh, yeah, go back to the um, beginning of the episode. Listen to where y'all land at. What's your overall records? You know, that's J-Rock, you was in first place for, like, how long? Like, probably, like, five, six weeks for real. And then you just had this bad week last week where you only – and you only got five right this one. Now you down to second place. Right. Yeah. That's a bad, yeah, bad, 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 bad,
Yo, you said he was in first place for like five weeks, and then he had one bad week, and it knocked him down to seventh place? That's how place? close it is, G. Yo, that's yes. crazy. I got to go hit it. Yes. Yo, as soon as the show is over, I'm going back to the show because it ain't over. Yes, sir. I got to hear this. That's crazy, bro. That means one to four wins separate everybody in the top seven. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. That's great. Because everybody got 80 right, you know. Everybody is in eight. So, Hmm. shout-outs to everybody doing their thing. But, um... Yeah, I think Nacho is in last place at 80 and 70. Me and Easy is in first place at 95 and 55. J-Rock is right there at 93 and whatever. 93 and 57. You got too far. You in fifth place. 88. 88 and 62. I'm I'm tied with some peoples. Uh, for fifth, nope, all by your lonesome. Yeah, so that means basically this one week right here could shoot a brother to first place. Good. If um, if um, y'all have that, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yep. Pretty damn much. Yep. Yeah. I guess we take it that close, we all man. just gonna break tonight. Man. Take it, we all going Ravens? Yeah, I don't think I'm mm-hmm. going to yeah. No Tua, no Devontae Parker. Brissette going to look cool. Waddle going to look cool in fantasy for whoever snatched him up, sneaky bastard. Um, yeah, I said it. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> Yo, J-Rock, I got to ask you a question real quick. before. I... <laughs> Did you even think about trying to get Cam Newton or no? Yo, I, you know what? <laughs> I, looked, I looked at it, I was like, ah, oh, no, thank you. Yo, I, he was yo, I even thought about getting no Odell. Yo, I my question was, no was like, yo, but you know what I'm thinking? Like, check it out, though. Tell me if I'm bugging, Shakes, um, Shakes and J-Rock. I want y'all to really talk to me right now. Talk back to you, boy. Yo. I don't think Odell Beckham is going to be able to be a fantasy demon because it's going to be a show. Everybody's going to be eating. So the most he might be given. Right. That's why I said week two. Week two against the Packers, uh, let me know what's going on. I think it's it's going to take at least three or four weeks. At least three or four weeks before before you see something. I, I think so because McDay is such a master. I see something happen this Monday night. They ain't on, like, fantasy-wise on background. I'm like, all right, you know what I mean? Like, that's going to be up and down, roller coaster. I, right. I mean, exactly. it's going to be a headache. Yeah, that's it's going to be about. a headache. Yeah. Fantasy-wise, it's the game. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. Is this the game he's going to go off? Oh, maybe that game. Right, and that's, nah, and that's the reason why I can't do it. That's why I can't do it. But I can't do it. But Matthew Stafford, whoever got Stafford, oh, my God, they eating. They going to eat. Yeah. They gonna I'm so eat. happy, right, that whoever got Matthew Stafford 
They probably, in Jesus' name, had Derrick Henry. I'm happy they don't have him no more. Yo, I lost to Derrick Henry so many weeks, bro. I'm talking about if you just take his points off the board, I got the victory. Running back shouldn't be getting 46 points, bro. Yo, that's how I felt about Connor saying that's 50 points. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, no. D.D. Kanish. But, um, we love B.D. All right, um, <laughs> let me get y'all on this hot seat and get a, get a closing statement from, um, from y'all. Um, Jay Rock, I'm going to go with you first. You said Baltimore. Buffalo at Jets. Yeah. Buffalo. Tampa Bay at Washington. Atlanta at Dallas. Dallas. New Orleans at Tennessee. Tennessee. That's my hurt. My nine play. Jacksonville at Indy. Colt. Detroit at Pittsburgh. Cleveland at New England. Cleveland. Minnesota at Chargers. Chargers. Carolina at Arizona. Arizona. Yeah, is Kansas? I don't think so. Not, no. Nobody knows, right? He ain't going to start. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't. Arizona. Well, we're going to talk about that. Philly at Denver. Denver. Seattle at Green Bay. Green Bay. Kansas City at Vegas. KC. Rams at San Francisco. Rams all day. All right. Um, chose one from the Bronx real quick. Buffalo at Jets. My son. Tampa Bay at Washington. His brother. Atlanta at Dallas. I want to say the wrong things, but I'm not. <laughs> Dallas. Yeah, I felt the same way. New Orleans at Tennessee. Yo. Steven? <laughs> nah. <laughs> Yo, I got to go with Tennessee, bro. Skyboard. Gotta go. Jacksonville at Indy. Alright, this is my upset game. I'm going Jacksonville. This this is my upset game. Y'all know y'all know I pick two upsets a week. That's my first one. Detroit at Pittsburgh. 
We just going to go to raping. It ain't no reason to even play around and pick Detroit for nothing except the first pick in the draft. Cleveland at New England. This is a yo, this is a good game. I'm going Cleveland. Minnesota at Chargers. Mm. Give me, give me. You know what? Give me Kirk on this. I'm, this is my second upset. Give me Kirk. I like that. Pause. Carolina at Arizona. AZ. Can, wait, is Cam going to play? Nah, he ain't gonna play. So, nope. AZ. Showbiz and AZ. Shetty at Denver. Most definitely my child, Sutton, and your child, his brother, my nephew. Judy! Seattle at Green Bay. We already know. A.A. Ron. A.A. Ron. That shit is broke over there. I don't know, man. That's a tough one for me, man. I, I did take Green Bay, but Russell Wilson back. Yeah, I don't know. It, Russell Wilson is back, but, yeah, all I need him to do I is put the fantasy about. points up. I don't care about him. I think they're going to still lose to put the fantasy points <laughs> up. I'm with you on that. But, yeah, just put the fantasy yeah. points up. I don't care. Show somebody you can throw the ball. I'm good. Casey at Vegas. Right now, Casey is on a is on a is on a little heat streak, and Vegas is they should they together. So I'm going my nephew, my homeboy. And Rams at San Fran. What? What? There's nothing to talk about. My son's new squad. My son's new squad. All right. Uh, Do we do we we already played the Rams this year, right? Yeah, we already played the Rams this year, if I'm not mistaken. Can we definitely? Yep. Yeah. Yes, yes, we did. Did. He said he oh. Yes, we did. That's when the defense wasn't in the right frame of mind. Patrick Graham was still coming back from whatever it was that was making him goofy. He he got it together. He doing what he needed to do. I don't want to see them in the first round or second round or none of that. Let's just get that out there. Thank you, Jesus. We ain't got to see that. We good. You know what's crazy? He just missed. Didn't he just miss um, the, the, the Rams playing Cleveland? No? 
Who did he miss? I'm, I'm bugging right now. He missed the Rams playing us, and who else did he miss? I'm wild. But go ahead, though. I, I, it'll come to me. It's something that I was looking at today. I was like, yo, he just missed. It'll come to me. No, they ain't got the Rams this year. Cleveland? Nope. Oh, no. Yeah, Cleveland didn't. Yeah, it's something that I was just, something that I'm like, yo, um, something. But uh, I wanted to ask Jake, man, how you feel about Kent and then uh, Carolina? And then give me a closing statement, bro. Hey, you coming back home. Coming back home. I don't know how it's going to be, though. You got to get used to all these new receivers. Yeah, I'm happy for him going back. Um, that's the team he started out with. They didn't really do nothing spectacular without him. You know what I mean? So it's like it's, it's only right. I mean, I'm go back home. Um, have him compete with Donald, even though he's better than Donald. So he's gonna start. So you know, he's gonna eventually you start. Know, I don't think he's gonna come to the world. Sam Donald. Sam Donald. I think they're going to get rid of him after this year anyway. They're either going to drive somebody or bring somebody else in. Because he was not the one at all. They thought a new environment was going to change the way he is or the way he plays. It did not. Kids see him go he back, back there. I don't know what's going on with Sam He'll be back in California. If he can go to like San Fran or something. That'd be great, but um, yeah, it'll be a bad thing. Yeah, don't work out with Lance, you know. You got that back in college, you know. But you know, whatever, keep that shit going. Either way, let me get a close statement from you. When you get out of here, so I can watch these Purple City games. Whip up on Miami. Well, Good show, man. Appreciate everybody for coming out. Um, be back tomorrow. Peace out Friday. Peace. Mm, down. It's the Rock. It's Jay Rock out here. Out in Carolina. Hey, man, get to see Killer Cam again. I know you're pretty happy. I am. All right. Eat it, too. Say that again, my brother. You chopped up a little bit. You said, if, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I heard you say closing statement. Yes, sir. Closing statement. All right, man. I mean, I already got to tell you, it was a superb show because we had the welcome and the return of Easy. 
You know what I'm saying? Easy Brooks. So um, I'm going to go back right now, catch the first half of the show while I'm watching the game with headphones on, and I'm only just going to be looking at Devontae Freeman, the Ravens defense, and Mark Andrews. Like, you know, that's all I'm going to be looking at. Um, that's about it, man. You know what I mean? Tomorrow we will be on at 6 p.m. Eastern. Let everybody know, once again, 6 p.m. Eastern, East Out Fridays, hosted by your boy, yours truly. And it's a lot of things that we're going to get into. First couple of hours, we're going to do what we normally do, get into sports. I read off some articles. I hear from my friends on what's going on. We have the bye week, so I'm going to find out what games is important to guys. Fantasy-wise, we got a lot to talk about. A lot of moves is being made. Did anybody pick up Rashard Perriman? I bet you not. <laughs> but um, we're going to find out what's going on out here, man. Um, I'm a, I can't wait to catch the first half of this show. And, um, you know, that's what it is, man. He the chosen one from the Bronx. Yeah, I know what time it is. And uh, tomorrow we on. No doubt. He chose one from the Bronx, man. Shout out to LRP on his driving Thursday. Had the feeling for the boy. But um, everybody else filled in for me this week, man. It's been an awesome week. Everybody held it down. Um, teamwork, teamwork. Love it, man. It's been awesome. And especially in our bye week. You know what I mean? Like, thing about our show is we have a bye week and you don't even really feel it because we still chopping it every chopping it up every day on here, talking about topics that's relevant and make the time go by. So great to have the show. Great to have my boys, my buddies, my, my brothers. And um we'll be back tomorrow, six PM Eastern time like we said. Um, no show on game day because we don't have a game. So after tomorrow, we'll be back for Montana Mondays to prep us and get us ready and prepared for Tampa Bay. All right. Um, so y'all join us, man. And um, you can't stop the rain. Like we always say around this time. We don't expect y'all to agree with us. <laughs> Damn sure expect y'all understand. You don't get shit up because keep shit live. It's the Shakedown Rep of New York Giants on that drive for five and we out of there. Perfect city gang. Let's get this job, baby. Take us away, J. Yo, that just been shook by the Shakedown. We out. Can't stop the dreams. Yeah, let's go. Perfect city gang. Mark Andrews. Devontae. Mm-hmm. Can't can't do it. Oh, matter of fact, um, J Rock, before you go. Now I know they didn't have a show of BMF, right? But did you see it? The last episode? Yeah, oh uh, episode seven. Did you see it yet? Yeah. Yeah. You seen it? Alright. <laughs> If you don't know, if you're not up on it yet, you know, they come out, it comes out on midnight um, on Saturday night. So it comes out on midnight, which, mm-hmm. you know, of course, it's Sunday once it hits midnight. And it comes out then, and 
what happened was sometime in that morning, I don't know who did it, 50 Cent. I, I think 50 be doing some shit, man. But he put it out there. He put the show out there, and it was there for some hours. So if you caught it, you caught it. If you didn't, you missed it, and you're going to have to wait till this Sunday. So that's why I asked him what I asked him. Did he see it? Did he catch it? And he did. So, um, yeah, man, yeah, episode I, seven, crazy. I was, actually, man, um, I was actually awake, and I saw it like 1 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. They do that shit, man. Fifty, yo, he 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 changed. But um, yeah, uh, definitely. If you didn't catch that episode, you y'all gonna love it when it comes out uh, officially. And um, yeah, great shit, man. Good shit by um Fifty and and Power Universe. Uh, we got two episodes left. If you didn't catch episode seven yet. If you caught episode seven, you got one more episode left. You're on the final episode of the season. And um, then we get ready for Power Book 2, Ghost. So, power all year round, man. It's a wonderful thing. It's awesome. Love it. But, yeah, we out. Y'all be safe.